And we're live. We are live. I sound funny. I'm a bit sick. Um, but it's not COVID. Um, so it's not a contagious podcast. <laughs> I'm doing okay. It's just sick kids in the, ho- in the house. So whenever we, everyone in the house gets sick as well. Thanks for that, baby. Uh. Um, yeah. And it's like all the COVID symptoms, except maybe not as severe in uh and it's not COVID. So this is my practice run for when I inevitably <laughs> have COVID, I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, that's why I sound funny. That's that's okay. That's well, I feel uh, very sad for you. And uh, yeah, I hope that you get better soon. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I tweeted like, at what age do, do babies stop getting sick all the time? Like, is I honestly was thinking, is daycare a scam? Because it's very expensive. They only go two days a week. Two days a week? Yeah. It's very expensive here. <laughs> um, but half of the days, they, he's not going because he's sick. And the other half, he is going, but he is getting sick. You know? So it's like, what, what, am, I, what am I paying for exactly? <laughs> right, right. Well, you know. Uh, it's okay. Hey, I am very excited to talk to you uh, about something today. Uh, last week, you decided to... Well, not last week. Two Last weeks episode, ago, you decided to to just drop this bombshell on me live <laughs> um, that you were about to release until your app that you've been working on for for you know on and off for for a long time. Mm-hmm. So proud of you! So to launch, um, so incredibly happy that you did it, and I want to hear all about the launch. How how was it? Yeah, because so I basically sprang it up as a surprise, but that sort of made it so that the launch had to happen when the episode was released because we were basically <laughs> talking about it right because uh, when you talked about it you were not like a hundred percent done there were like still a few little details yeah a lot of th- a lot of things actually behind the scenes that had to happen okay. nothing that was that visible to anyone uh but yeah it was kind of funny to talk about it on the show as if it's like kind of sort of launched but yeah. at that time, was totally not ready to be launched. Um, but uh, I think it was a g- good motivation. I had no way to get out of it. And so I just had to like plow forward. Um, also was kind of like, a, a, so it was a holiday here. And uh, we were actually going on a road trip <laughs> on that day. And <laughs> so it just kind of like all happened all at once. Which ended up being good and bad, I think, at the same time, um, where I just, like, in the morning, published the episode, and then the, actually, the app listing was already live, so that was the thing that I, that I did for the surprise, and I figured, no one's gonna find it anyways, right? So it doesn't really matter uh, if I release it ahead of time, as long as I just don't tell anyone. Um, so it was mostly... You know, releasing the episode, and then I wanted to do a tweet and tweet out the the website. I realized the the website looked done, but there were a lot of things that still like, needed to be figured out. Um, I uh, there were a couple things that I need that I wanted to add, and then that introduced like extra bugs, and then there were like some problems with dark mode, and then there was just like <laughs> the whole you know this whole thing. So. Um, Thankfully, my partner was driving for a stretch of the road trip, and I was like literally on my on my laptop, <laughs> oh my god, in the car, just like trying to fix things as fast as possible. Um, and then I tweeted about it. Honestly, I was so overwhelmed by the reaction. 
it was amazing. Like I did not expect so many people to get the app, to give it a try, to tweet it. Like it was really like way better than I could have imagined. Um, and it was honestly mostly either through the show or Twitter, which were basically like the only two places where, where I talked about, but. Um, it was really awesome to see so many folks just like tweet it out and say some good words about it. Like everyone's been super nice. I kind of never expect this really. I'm, I'm just like, I always expect like, oh, like lots of people are going to like say whatever. Um, but no, like everyone's thoughts were really nice and I really appreciate it. So if any of our listeners are listening to this and they've shared the app, um, I thank you so much. Like I really, really appreciate it. Uh, that meant a lot. It was super cool to see how people are using it. Like I think that's that was one of the best parts um, is just like seeing the different use cases that people are having for for using it, seeing it on their lock screen. It's just been really great. Um, what else in terms of sales? So sales have been have been interesting, right? Because we've talked about like back and forth where there was a point where I was like. Should this just be free? Um, cause at that, at that moment in time, it seemed like the most likely thing to happen is that I would never release it. Um, and so I think you were maybe like try to, try to convince me of like, Hey dude, like just release it. Like don't like any amount of more work that you put into this makes it increasingly less likely that you're actually going to launch it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I'm so glad that I actually like went through and and like you know w- we debated a hmm. few different ways of um, like figuring out the pricing strategy um, and just like adding the in-app purchases, which in the grand scheme of things, compared to all of the work that went into the app, that was probably like not a lot, you know, less than a day. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It was like relatively easy to to do. And so in terms of sales, so right now it's been what two weeks. I'm at yeah. uh, $401 of sales, nice. which is I honestly pretty good, like more than I expected for this app. Um, it's obviously tapered off a little bit <laughs> in terms of sales on a yeah. daily basis, uh, but it's still getting sales like every day, <laughs> like a few sales. That's great. Still, which is, which is awesome. Um, it's been really fun to see people like messaging me. Like a, a, a lot of folks will like message me and say, "Oh, like I got the upgrade immediately. Like the upgrade makes, makes total sense." Or having people say, "Oh, upgrade was a no brainer because I can add the background." Or people saying, "Upgrade was a no brainer because I can add multiple events." Like <laughs> it, it seemed like I really hit the sweet spot in terms of features to try to encourage people nice. to um, to upgrade. Um, and I think the free val- the free version still provides enough value to people that you know you can use the free version without any yeah. problem and like still get a lot of value out of it. Um, so I've been really happy with that. It's been really interesting, like even seeing how the app has gone beyond my you know little audience in some ways, and I'm like getting support emails now which is like a new thing it's been interesting um made it and uh, just like talking to lots of different folks i'm getting some like literally like some emails in russian (laughs) somehow um and i have to like use google translate (laughs) to like try to reply uh which is really interesting 
I don't know. So is the happened. are these emails coming from? Uh, is there like a support email in the app store, or how are they finding these? In the these app emails? itself, I, I'm guessing. Okay, I didn't put any like specific tracking or anything like that, um, so it's hard to tell. But I mean, my email is very easy to find, so people are reaching out. So, so that's really interesting. Um, what else? Oh, I wanted to thank you for uh, pushing me to make a website. Honestly, <laughs> like that's been because I was seriously considering not doing that and just being like, "Hey, the app's just gonna be out there. I'll just put the link to to the app store." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember this conversation. <laughs> seriously, the website's been such a good thing to have because I often see people like will post a link, uh, an image of their home screen, and then they'll link to the website. Which is really nice, mm. and is a good way to get people to like see the app. Um, and then two, which I think has been like an unexpected source of marketing, really, is uh, there's been lots of websites that you know uh, collect nicely designed right. websites <laughs> that I've been picking Saw it up, godly, right? and like posting it, and like newsletters, and like lots of different things, and like once. One website starts posting it, a bunch of others start picking it up again. So there's like four or five of them um, that I've just put it put it up because they think it's a nice website. And so I'm like, great, like that's actually cool. <laughs> um, yeah. And so I think it really paid off to, to have it. Obviously, it's hard to, there's no way to know for sure whether people are coming, or maybe there is a, a way, I actually don't know if there's a way to know if they're coming from the website or just like, directly through some other way but i feel like that's been there is just like a great way. you can check in the app store connect uh, in the referrals thing you can see how much is coming from web so this is another funny thing like i've started to use app store connect more which is hmm. what a dumpster fire <laughs> oh my god it's so bad <laughs> it's like okay i'm looking for some information about my apps okay do i go into apps analytics trends or reports. <laughs> it's like, who knows? <laughs> like, analytics, trends, and reports all sound like the same to me. But I want a report of the things. trend of the analytics of my app. Yeah, like, what's the what? difference, really? <laughs> who knows? Yeah. Uh, maybe an acquisition here. So I do, um, I do recommend, maybe not at this point, but like going forward or if you want to get a bit more serious about some of these apps or get more insights, um, I I use an, a service called App Figures, which is pretty, mm. it's pretty common, popular. Because um, I, I sometimes I would see a spike in downloads if, on one of my apps, and I would have no idea why. This always happens, like uh, no idea. Right. If it's a web referral, sometimes I can get down, like I can track it down which which domain is is sending traffic. Uh, but most of the time, like if it's an App Store feature, like you'll just see a jump, a spike in App Store browse or something, mm. which usually means it's probably a feature somewhere. Um, you don't know. There's no way for you through App Store Connect to know which feature. If you have been featured, are you in a top chart somewhere? They never give you that information. And so right. App Figures kind of fills in some of those voids so they will mm-hmm. tell you if you're featured they will tell you like oh this week this one app was number four on utilities in japan um which is nice uh but for mac app store is severely limited compared to the to the app store um and that's 
the one I care the most about because the hand mirror is still my biggest app and right. that's on a Mac. And, and so it's, yeah, app star connects. It's pretty bad. Um, the app is fine. Like the iOS app is fine just to check like numbers. So this is another thing for me. The app shows nothing says no apps could be found. Oh, <laughs> so, interesting. Who knows? I've tried locking out, deleting the app, reinstalling it. Nothing does it. <laughs> Just the app Whoa, that's work. weird. <laughs> yeah. So okay. it's, been, uh, it's been very interesting, like trying to get some kind of stats. Basically, what I do is every morning I log into the App Store Connect website <laughs> and I go check uh, the numbers. And I figure I've discovered that trends is ahead of time. So if I look at sales numbers, <laughs> it's actually different across analytics, trends, and reports. All have different oh numbers, but the one that oh, is no. showing the most up-to-date one is trends. <laughs> so I tend to just go to trends. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been very interesting. Um, wow. One of the things I can say is... Um, like absolutely I've been you know it's been great motivation to have have the app out there and have people using it and like some people submitting feature requests or things I can improve and stuff like that so that's been really nice so I'm like super motivated to make some changes but one of the things that was maybe more surprising to me or that I wasn't expecting to feel like is I'm like hmm what are some more ways that I can market this so I haven't really like fully dove into this aspect, but there's a there's a, a part of me who's now interested in like okay like how can I get more people to be aware of this app and think of different marketing strategies or marketing channels and stuff like that and so I'll probably talk about this more in, in upcoming episodes. But uh, if I if I hit on anything interesting, but. There's been a a part of my brain who's like, hmm, like how can I how can I get these numbers to to go higher? Um, so that's been kind of interesting, like thinking in, in that way, which is like really like not where I was even just two weeks ago, where I was like, I'm just gonna release this. I don't care. Like I don't want to do anything big. <laughs> now that it's out there, though, it's kind of like okay, like there may be things that I'm that I'm able to do to just get people to be aware of the app because I feel like I've gotten really nice response for from a lot of folks that have been using it that are using it so I'm like hmm okay like maybe there maybe this is something that you know a larger audience of, of people would be interested in so uh, that's very interesting I yeah that, that was that was going to be one question like how do you feel how do you feel towards this project after finishing or at not finishing after launching because for a lot of projects Launching is the goal. So now that you've achieved it, how do you feel about it? Do you feel like it's done? I don't care about it anymore. Do you feel excited about, you know, either working on an update? Like you said, uh, excited to explore some marketing channels and some some stuff. I, I ask this because I, I feel differently about pretty much all of my projects. Mm. Like Hand Mirror after launching, I felt really excited because I, as I was a user and I saw I was excited to build on top of it and add new stuff um booby track after launching i was like i i don't use it i was never a user um and especially now like in my life breastfeeding is not as a part of my life as it was before we're kind of past that so it's but i do like it for what it like what it represents what it means Mm -hmm. i think it's a nice thing but i don't have a i don't have a lot in me to like put in 
um it's more of like a job almost <laughs> uh and then and then stuff like like thwip is just i don't actually use it right and i don't care that much and it was just fun to work on like as a little mm. pro- little project but i haven't updated anything like i haven't chipped one update to thwip since release so like different projects kind of had the motivation post-launch looked very different so i'm curious about this one how do you feel now a couple weeks yeah i feel my first feeling is the feeling of relief (laughs) of like i actually did it i actually launched it it's out there (laughs) um so i feel like the pressure is off a little bit uh of me but in a in a good way of i feel proud to have actually done it i also feel like now's maybe an easier part like for me, there are actually a lot of I don't know, like pressure in a like in in the negative sense of launching. If I'm like, oh, I've got to do all this stuff, like I hmm. like taking the screenshots, the, doing the website, like getting all <laughs> the things, like getting the stuff set up in the App Store Connect. Like there was a lot of just uh and administrative stuff that i yeah. felt like i had to get through that barrier to just launch that now it feels like okay like i've crossed that bar now submitting an update is actually pretty easy <laughs> and so i can actually just just like work on more of the right. fun parts and like a lot of the things where like the website can continue existing and just like i can now just release new features whenever I have them uh, and not worry too much about anything else. Like I'm just submitting the updates and like things go through and it's, it's relatively easy. Um, and then, yeah, I find myself being surprised by how much I'm thinking about like, hmm, okay, what are some ways that I can market this and like find an audience for this app? Um, so it'll be interesting in the next like couple of weeks to see, like I'll, I'll be exploring different, different strategies. Um, also a thing that we want to do. So my partner is a translator. Um, so we want to try translating the app in uh like chinese um and also i'll translate yeah. in french because might as well i've never done this so it's also like a fun learning opportunity for me there's honestly there's not that much text in this app i probably would not do this as like one of the first steps for a big app but um for how simple this app is i think it's probably worth yeah it. um or and, at least fun like, enough to try you know using look a lot localized strings I, I i plan on doing a bunch of localized sessions about as well as some of my apps apple loves that shit also mm. like you know it's it's a big drive for them to feature it uh especially in other markets nice um other countries but uh yeah I, i'd be curious to hear some of your experience because i i'm gonna go through something similar i, I hear swift ui is pretty easy to add yeah localized it's, strings it's actually pretty awesome like you can first you have to export the strings so there's like a function in xcode and it just like extracts all the text oh really all asterisk automate that (laughs) yeah yeah it's all automated uh all asterisk there's some instances where it hasn't and i'm still not sure why (laughs) exactly um and then they have within xcode there's these it creates these local 
localization files that you click into it and then you have a custom UI for translating the text. The gotcha oh. is it seems and I maybe don't know enough about this to be like really considered an expert, but is it seems like you can't just point your app to just read this file. You have to then export it back, <laughs> which then just g- generates like a, a basically a plain text file. <laughs> so it's oh, that weird like export import workflow <laughs> that you're yeah, doing weird. with this um which is feels very one way and so i have yet to figure out like what's the more permanent solution to just like have yeah, it i would assume it was like a p-list work. somewhere um yeah but uh but honestly it's very straightforward like you can you can get it done very quickly mm-hmm. um so yeah looking into that obviously looking into um making an update for iOS 16. There's like a couple of new stuff that I want to take advantage of. So, so that'll be nice. Obviously the lock screen widgets, I think is going to be cool. Um, and then I just want to like modernize parts of the app. Uh, not that it's like very outdated, but, uh, just take advantage of the new features and stuff like that. So, um, resizable sheets, (laughs) <laughs> resizable sheets i'm like really excited yeah. about that actually uh so i can like remove all the like terrible code that i have and that it's right now by the way like i don't know if people know, know this, like it's not the right size like the current sheet like it's just because uh-huh. i can't resize it uh yeah so it should be it should be a little bit larger uh it, and it's not and so i'll finally <laughs> be able to fix that hopefully I, um and and also probably uh you're gonna have to re Re rewrite your complications as well to do the widget kit now thing, right? Which That's also I'm a really big one. Excited that, about actually, yeah. Uh, and fun fact: so because I support the watch and widgets, I essentially wrote an abstraction layer over, like, just creating these widgets slash complications, um, which is basically I basically took the way that widgets work. I created that abstraction layer that's not using widget kit um, so that I can basically use these same methods with <laughs> the the, the Apple watch complications um, to, basically what I was trying to do is exactly what they did <laughs> with iOS right. 16 which is just make the, this whole thing just work like widgets <laughs> um, yeah and so I haven't gone through that that process yet, but I'm expecting it to be fairly straightforward to do. And they also have some like some sort of migration flow, like upgrade your current complications over to the new system. And so, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to to doing that too. Um, I am curious. Like that's Same. the one thing that I haven't really done yet in a in a real app is. Um, like supporting multiple versions, it's like, hmm, do I like, do I want to keep oh, support for iOS 15? Like, how soon? How soon can I require iOS 16? And then, what does that mean for other initiatives that I might want to do? Um, do I want to go into like a, a a world where I have like if statements in a bunch of places in my code for supporting things like iOS 16? Uh, I'm like I don't know. I'm still a bit conflicted with all of this, and I'm not sure where. I, my take I on do. that is, given the nature of this as a side project and not your, it's not a business and it's not your main source of income for your own peace of mind. 
just like if there's iOS 16 APIs that you it would either allow for a new feature or something else that you want to do or it would simplify whatever, just just do it. iOS 16 is a bit trickier than 15 because it did drop some support for some devices. Mm-hmm. You could just quickly check like how many what is it like iPhone 6s and 7s or whatever how many of those are using your app i i bet it's like 1% if 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 so so i would say yeah just simplify your code so much that i would probably just require ios 16 um on day 1 though yeah i mean just people wouldn't be able to update until they update their os who cares well, that's fine i think is there a way that I can keep the old version downloadable for people on iOS 15? Not downloadable. People who have it will still continue. Can, they can yeah. still, yeah. That's one thing that I wish. I wish I could say, you know, if you're on iOS 15, you can keep downloading the previous version, and then anyone else just gets the new version. <laughs> that would, I would like. That would be perfect for me. Um, in this case, I'm like, I did that with Hanmir, like on a website. Some people wanted to. I don't know. Yeah, I think I dropped support for some version at some point. So I, there's like a downloadable thing on the website still, like if you're running an older version. Because you can do that on a Mac. Well, right. And the world doesn't, you know, explode. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I would say just just do it. Also, uh, this is pretty selfish, uh, but like for, for science, I would be very curious to see if you were to add a uh, Effectively, like the watch app to be fully independent, so you could create new events because now you're going to have a date picker in Swift UI and Watch OS Nine. Do we actually? Um, yeah. Okay, I'm, I I miss that because <laughs> I well at least I saw that the calendar app. Yeah, that that was the event. same thing. That was my same assumption. I've been watching a lot of sessions and I haven't seen any mention oh. of that anywhere. So I'm like, hmm, okay, I don't know if that's okay. Maybe I need to look into this. <laughs> But okay, if so, if it was possible, and also then I bet most of your store kit code, would, you could still do the in-app purchase on the watch. Mm-hmm. Be really curious to see how many people would use it fully on the watch. Would anyone download it directly on the watch without a phone? You know, the, all this. I have a theory that yeah. like no one, like zero people in the world <laughs> use the App Store app on the watch. <laughs> like it's just, yeah. Yeah, and I have an app on Apple Watch only, and it's you know zero downloads. Not really, but like ten a week. Mm. Yeah. So be- One thing that's interesting is uh, you know with actually I don't even know it's it's not even Catalyst. It's just like the new M1 or like Apple Silicon based Max. Yeah. I have more than one person who's purchased my app on the Mac. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, because you could, these widgets work on... Yep, the like Mac they all totally work. Widget. Like you yeah. can run the app. It is, I mean, things look a little bit small in the actual app itself because it's not really optimized. Like, But it's, right. it's basically just like running it in the, the iPad app in the simulator. It's fine. It works just fine. Uh, and I have a bunch of people who, I mean, probably not a lot, but I've heard from more than one person. <laughs> who has purchased the app purchase uh, on the Mac. I was like, wow, I mean, that's really interesting. That's great that it works. I was like, I would not have expected that at all. Um, Have you tried it? Have you actually tried it? I have, yeah, I actually have it. 
all yeah, of my after I got the email, I was like, actually, like, <laughs> let, me, let me just see <laughs> what that looks like. There's um, only three apps that I've used in that in that mode, whatever Apple calls it. Uh, one is Castro because I just want to listen podcasts on my Mac sometimes, and I use Castro. And I had a lot of issues with syncing. Like it's the same iCloud account; it should sync, um, but it was had a lot of issues. It would just would not be updated. And the other app is Apollo. It's fine. I mean, it's it's just too small. Um, all the text and stuff, or whatever. And the third one is Booby Track. I also made it enable to do the thing, and I tried it. The widgets also work, uh, but also in that app, uh, my own app, I also had a lot of issues with syncing. Just it would not sync. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if it's syncing. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what what about it. Like the, these apps running on Mac and iCloud sync, but it's yeah, it's kind of broken. Just FYI, you might want to look into that, or might not. I recommend you don't look into yeah. it. Yeah, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, I'm checking right now. Yeah, I'm not sure where it's pulling from because it's not definitely not syncing with my phone. But there's a bunch of past events here. Mm-hmm. Which seem to be sinking from somewhere. <laughs> so, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, but it's right. there. It's available. I made again. It's like who knows with this app. The app is entirely Swift UI, so there's no reason that I couldn't uh, turn this into a proper like Mac app. Right. Uh, but at some point, I might. Is it a priority? No, like honestly, like this works just fine <laughs> in most cases, yeah. maybe except the syncing. Um, but like if people really want to use it on their Mac, they can. And the icon will look amazing in your dock. Uh, <laughs> how the icon looks like in the, the Mac OS dock. Um, so yeah, and then I just double checked and no, it doesn't seem like the date picker is available on watchOS. So oh, dang it. So maybe next year. Cowards. Maybe next year. <laughs> Uh, and if it so does, what does Apple do? What what is Apple doing with their calendar thing? Is it a custom bigger? I don't built? know. I haven't even like really seen it other than in the keynote. Where they just show okay, like, the first. Oh, you've up- upgraded your watch. Yeah, new events, title, location, start date. I mean, look, it's a you know, it's a it's a it's a picker. Oh, okay. Looks good. Looks pretty skeuomorphic, actually. This, I haven't seen this. So this is not a native SwiftUI component. Is it not? Maybe not they, yet. They have these sort of I don't scroll know. wheel style pickers on watchable. Yeah, maybe that's it. You just do one for you know day, another one for month, another year. Yeah, like I might be able to do that if I if I really wanted to. <laughs> the only yeah. thing is I'm not excited. I would not be excited to uh, like try to do anything fancy with dates. <laughs> Watch development. Or watch development for that matter, but yeah. um, but like dates, especially of like how do you ensure that you're showing the right number of days per month, and like there's all sorts of different things around the world with with dates that, right. are, that are very tricky. Um, so I'm hoping that I wouldn't like I, I'm kind of holding out at least on it. Um, also, I think I looked when I looked at my numbers is very small. Like the 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 number of people who are actually using it on hmm. watch is like incredibly low. Um, so, Interesting. but but I don't know if that like how well that counts things like complications, right? Because I imagine most people aren't opening the actual app 
<laughs> on the right. watch. I don't. Uh, I have right. I have a widget or, or a complication on my watch face, but I don't know if that counts as like someone using the app. So um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to tell, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just been fun to have this little thing um, and have a user base and be thinking about like some small ways that I can that I can make the app better. Um, and the honestly, like just the the monetary component of it has also been really fun. I think I've, I found nice. like, I think it's been, it's been interesting to have that, like that feeling of not only people are using the app, but there's also people that are like my customers, you know, it's like, it's yeah. Me. <laughs> so yeah, I've been, I've been enjoying it. That is awesome. I'm, I'm really proud of you. Uh, I think it's just also fun to have another project going and like another, 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 out for you to channel some ideas or some experiments or whatever. Now, you know, we have this playground now. You want to play with, you want to experiment with app store pricing and stuff? Here you go. You want to experiment with some new APIs and shit? Here you go. Yeah. Um, I've applied cool. for the small business program. <laughs> Still <laughs> yes. haven't heard back. <laughs> uh, hopefully I make it in. <laughs> cool stuff. All right. This is exciting. So what, what is next? Would you, would you say? Anything you can share? You want to be held accountable? What are some of the things you're looking at? You I mentioned don't want to be accountable to anything, but uh, <laughs> we'll we'll be launching an update with the uh, translations in French and Chinese, just as a like as a test. If I'm judging by my emails, I should also probably translate to Russian, but like, who knows? <laughs> I don't know that yeah. language. Um, uh, what else? I'm definitely going to be working on iOS 6, 16 features. Um, I may see if I can release a beta um, of the app sure. for iOS 16. I might, that's another piece that I'm like not sure exactly how that works. Um, Continually do it. Yeah, test flight. Yeah, but then, because I think I have some people that are still in the beta from on iOS 15, and so I'm also kind of like cutting that off anyways i want to explore maybe there there might be a, a half version of the app that supports some features in ios 16 but doesn't cut off support um completely and then a future later version that like completely just like removes all the all the ifs around my code and just simplifies my life like a couple months down the road so i'll be experimenting yeah. with that um and then I have a couple more like bigger features that I'm thinking about but I that I don't want to talk about. Right yeah, now. sure. Sure. Don't, don't <laughs> um, So stay tuned, stay tuned there will be more but um yeah, I still I still need to see if I'm actually able to make them happen before I talk about them. <laughs> this week we are sponsored by Zeppelin once again. And they want us to talk to you about flow. They noticed a trend with designers trying to explain design intention by adding arrows, lines, shapes, and a bunch of other extra layers in their Figma files. We've all been there, but that approach makes it difficult to edit and make changes. Every time a screen is added or removed, all of the lines need to be redrawn. Flow solves this problem. They're a fast and effortless way to create and outline user flows and journeys. Designers can use flows to connect screens in seconds 
and map complete user journeys showing not just the happy path, but also all possible paths and behaviors. All you need to do is add the screens that you want in a flow, then add a connector, which will snap into place and connect screens or design elements. You can even add a label to clarify edge cases or error paths. As you update new versions of your designs, your flows and connectors will get updated automatically as screens change. Doing this in Figma would be super time consuming and really hard to maintain. And on top of that, they have lots of additional features like groups, boards, flow previews to help you further organize flows and are really purpose-built specifically for this workflow. So we want to say thank you to Zeppelin for sponsoring this episode. Uh, you should go check it out. Uh, go to zeppelin.io slash features slash flows. You can learn all about it and see how flows can transform your design process. You won't regret it, I promise you. Right. Uh, do we do recommendations? Call it a show. Yeah, let's do it. Boom. I can start. Um, today, I want to recommend the. Ah, God damn it! How 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 would I call this? It's uh it's it's called Grid, and uh, what they do is they they have this product you can pick certain tech devices, um, and they'll ship it to you like that device framed. In this beautifully arranged, like exploded type of layout, right? They, they they take apart all the components and they lay them out and like they annotate some of the components and stuff. Um, it's it's really really cool. Uh, they are mostly known, I believe, for doing this with iPhones. So you can pick whatever iPhone model and have this beautifully framed uh, piece of with that device, a real device, broken apart and annotated, and it's it's really cool. I. I want to like just mention that they did send me one for free. Um, I but they did not, you know, ask me to talk about it in a podcast. I'm doing <laughs> this out of my own volition. Uh, but yeah, they they asked me which 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 model do you want? And by the way, it's not just iPhones. They also have uh, some Androids and some Nokia's, but they also have a bunch of Nintendo products, like a bunch of like Game Boy, um, which is really really cool. I asked for my favorite iPhone model. Do you want to guess? iPhone 4? iPhone 4. Yeah, here, I'll show you. One second. Very predictable. Do they even have every iPhone? I believe they have every iPhone. Actually, I haven't checked. I would assume they wouldn't have. I feel like the the stock would probably be 90% iPhone 4. (laughs) Then the rest of the stock is divided amongst the other models. They have 8, they have the SEs, they have 6 Plus, they have the 10. Six S, yeah. So I guess it's the most recent one I can find here, real quick. I think it's the eight. Mm. But you usually wouldn't want this with like new ones. But here, look at this. It's beautiful, beautifully framed. Even like the the wrapping paper had like it was a custom wrap paper with like mm. the you know the the what do you call it? like that wax seal as well. Oh wow! It was wow, really, okay. really thoughtful. The whole experience was really good, uh, and it's beautiful. I'm gonna hang it in the wall next to my Susan Care print. <laughs> nice. I'm waiting to be for it to be framed, and that uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Um, go check it out. The, the links in the description. Again, they did not app, you know this is not a sponsored thing. They didn't tell me anything about this, uh, but it's GridStudio.cc. 
and it's beautiful. I think if you're a fan of this stuff, if you're a nerd, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it's it's a great thing to have on your on your office, maybe. Very cool. So, yeah, check it out. If you didn't get the iPhone four, like if you couldn't get that one, which other model would you get? The original. Mm. That was my. To be honest, I think. I didn't ask them for the original for two reasons. One, I know it's like the harder one to get and the most expensive, and I wouldn't feel... Oh, wow, <laughs> $900. Yeah, it's quite expensive because it's really rare, I think. So the price has been going up. Um, but also, I do have an original here, like an actual phone. Mm. And I don't know where my 4 is. So, so yeah, maybe the, the original. If not, the 4S, is like, even though it's the same as a 4, kind of, same design, the the actual frame is like different it's laid out different so mm. it's also not just the device but like for example the original iphone the the frame like it's it's a different aspect ratio it's like a square one um so yeah w- which one would you get um probably the 6s <laughs> no just kidding wow <laughs> just kidding wow okay jesus <laughs> <laughs> no who would want the 6s that the so ugliest, i can vandalize it <laughs> that was the ugliest back on my phone ever um Jesus. probably the five okay like that that yeah. that black uh iphone 5 was really nice a lot of people like that one i never liked that uh, i loved it it's like it's still to this day one of my favorite <laughs> designs it was so black. That, 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 like, really nice. that duotone back with like the glass top and bottom and the aluminum. I think yeah. that's ugly. Really? No, it was, it was great. <laughs> uh, but right. the uh, four is a great choice. Four is a great choice. I probably okay. would pick that one too. I uh, remember when we did the iPod tier list. Yeah. The, the connected gang did that for the iPhone as well. Ah. As I was listening to that. I was just thinking, God, I want to do one of this, one of these with, with Kevin. Um, yeah, it'd be fun, maybe one day. <laughs> so yeah, so you know, iPhone four, S tier, for sure. Oh yeah, for oh, sure, abs- absolutely. I mean, that's peak okay. iPhone design for sure. <laughs> All right, what's your recommendation? All right, um, so I don't have a strong recommendation this week, but I have. I'll include two. So one. Uh, one of the nice, uh, nice people who wrote in and uh, were like sh- showing off their, their lock screen with Until was friend of the show Will, uh, and he had a very nice wallpaper. And so I asked, I was like, "Hey, where did you get your wallpaper?" Uh, and he said that this is a wall- wallpaper that was made by someone who goes under the name Danks. I think it's Justin Danks is her name um and so i snagged the wallpaper from their figma and i've been using it ever since and i've been really enjoying it so it's been just like a nice wallpaper for iphone and then the second recommendation the twitter account from this person named aaron something i'm sorry i can't pronounce your last name <laughs> this is dutch a dutch person so maybe Rafael aaron can try. Van der Weichenberg? No, I've Let's just go with that. Sure. Um, so my obsession with 3D continues. Uh, and this person uh, designs a lot of things in 3D. And they post these amazing sort of videos on Twitter that shows the process that they go through making a lot of 
sort of pop culture style scenes. So, for example, like they they're showing this one uh, with Stranger Things uh, of the modeling progress for the Nina project, um, and their style is really nice. Like it's it's realistic, but it's also like a cute version <laughs> of things. Like everything is rounded and soft and really nice. Uh, and they have a bunch more, and it's just like a really fun account to follow, where they just like always post cool, nice looking 3D work. So, uh, recommend uh, checking it out. Man, I'm seeing this one from uh, Top Gun. The plane's God is so good. It's really good. By the way, Top Gun, incredible movie. I have go not see seen it, it yet. But, oh my God, go! It's one of those. You should go to the theater to watch that in IMAX if you can. Mm. Good stuff. Cool. I might. <laughs> it's funny right. how like my my bar for watching movies in the theaters is so high now. <laughs> it's like, like yeah, same. I can probably wait, <laughs> but but if you're saying that it's, that it's a movie no, in the theaters, I I probably could can go. For me, it. there's only there's only re- really two reasons why I, I would go to a theater to watch a movie. One is because I don't want to wait, right? Like. Let's say Spider-Man was that case. I just I wanted to see it. I mm-hmm. want to wait until it was available on streaming. Um, and second, if it's a movie that you feel like it would it would it would increase it, it would it would be a great experience to watch it on a theater. Like it would mm-hmm. enhance the experience. And if it's a movie that you're looking forward to, you can only watch it for the first time once. Right, so like that's going to be your experience. Yep. So in the case of Top Gun, was that it was like I would actually be okay to wait until it was available to buy or something, but I had a feeling that you know it would be a very different experience watching it in the theater with a good sound system, especially. Totally. Um, and it was so. Yeah, it's one of those. If you can, if you're down, I would recommend. All right. Nice. Um, that's it we we did it thanks for listening everyone you can go to our website to check out the show the show notes everything we mentioned and recommended there's links to all that stuff uh our website is layout.fm you can follow us on twitter we are at layout.fm kevin is at vernal kick and i am at rafahari um why are these our handles that's a story for another episode <laughs> uh subscribe to our patreon no just kidding we don't have one um so yeah, we don't. There's no really. There's no way for you to pay us. So if you want to be, you know, nice and a friend of the show, uh, consider maybe just telling your friend about it or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever. You know, tweet or about us. It's checking out nice. Zeppelin, our sponsor. Check out Zeppelin. Yeah, and and say, so hey, uh, hey Zeppelin, I I I I came from layout, and they were like, thanks. Um, <laughs> And uh, go download Kevin's uh, app. It's on the App Store. Uh, the website is getuntil.app. And uh, maybe uh, consider uh, doing the in-app purchase so that uh, Kevin can uh, go out for some... Get, get, a, get a nice meal. Go to a restaurant, maybe. Yeah, that, that's what it started as. <laughs> yeah. We were looking at the numbers on the first day and we are like, oh, we can, we can go to like get a nice dinner with it. And then the the downloads started like continue going up and then we're like okay that's maybe a bit much for a dinner <laughs> 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 like that's a, a dinner for four hundred dollars too fancy for us <laughs> we don't need that much well not with that attitude you know just go crazy i would say although with uh, um, with the inflation 
maybe. So. Yeah. It's <laughs> you know. McDonald's at some point. Uh, at some point. All right. Yeah. Uh, just be nice. Have a great day. And uh, we love you. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>